online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. This is our, today is Tuesday, February the 21st in the year of the Lord 2023. This is hour two of episode 806. If you missed our first hour, by God, you missed a great hour. I love having Richard Clark on here. We've, we've been friends for going on 20 years now and we get started talking about stuff and I lose track of time and that's why we went four minutes over into the second hour here with uh, Rich because he's just so much fun to talk to. And uh, I respect his opinion. I know Jason Bryant does, too. I know a lot of you folks do. He knows his NBA. He knows basketball better than anybody I know. You know, and I've talked about this a lot. I love Bill Simmons. I love the BS report that he does or the BS podcast that he does uh, for the Ringer Podcast Network. And uh, I like to think I'm a small-town Bill Simmons in a lot of ways. I know I'm not nearly as talented, yada, 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 but I got my little uh, media empire a little bit like uh, Bill Simmons does. But he's got a buddy named uh, Joe House who uh, is – I don't even know what Joe House does. But uh, but he's kind of like Rich. I mean, Joe House knows – basketball and that's the way that a rich is richard knows more about basketball. he's no he's forgotten more about nba and college basketball than than i even know right now so it's always a lot of fun to have uh, rich join me here on uh, he's a regular tuesday guest or so in the carteret county news times carolina coast and really enjoy having him on here so if you missed our first hour tune back in at three o'clock right here on 960 the bull and uh, 252 espn and uh, you can hear uh, Rich and I just talk about everything. I love how we wrapped up our hour, too, talking about Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Yeah, you're going to want to hear that part of it, too. Okay. Hey, it's Tuesday. You know what that means. Tuesdays of Trez coming up here in just a couple of moments. Brought to you always by our uh, good friend uh, Joe Hargett and uh, King's Restaurant. But we're going to be talking to him. And then uh, it's very special. We're going to have uh, Donald Mooring joining us as uh, his uh, South North Blue Devil Girls are going to be uh, starting the 2A playoffs tonight uh, down at East Carteret. That's going to be a pretty big game, too. Tell you what, uh, let's get Trez up here on the line with us, but let's tell you about uh, King's Restaurant. King's Restaurant is uh, the sponsor and always brings you uh, Trez here, Tuesdays with Trez here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, visit King's Restaurant on Highway 70 or the Vernon Avenue location in Kenston for the best dang barbecue in the East. They're serving up all your favorite fixings to go along with your favorite dish and uh, Love some King's Restaurant. We love some Dontrez styles, too. And I got to tell you, had a chance to see him uh, this past Thursday night at the East Central 2A uh, Conference Tournament Championship game between uh, Kinston and North Lenore. And I got to tell you, Trey, and he's on, the, he's on our Spence Automotive guest line right now. Dontrez Styles joining us from Chapel Hill. But I got to tell you, Trez, I you know, I sit up in the crow's nest and, you know, call the game on PA and everything. And, dude, it just warmed my heart, man, just seeing everybody paying homage to you and coming down and shaking your hand. And I got to ask you, how many pictures do you think you took last Thursday night with uh, with Kenston fans and North and North fans at that game, dude? Uh, <laughs> man, not, not many, man. You know, I, I really enjoy, you know, the people back home and, you know, the whole North County, man, they all support me. And uh, I just appreciate them. I just love coming back home. And, you know, just, just seeing all my peoples, man, that, that made my day for sure. 
I got to tell you, I was thinking it was at least 12 to 15 because it seemed like every time I looked down, there was somebody talking to you, shaking hands. You you, 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 you hugged a lot of people. It was awesome to, to see you at the game the other night. I got to get your perspective, though. Uh, hey, I, I think it's pretty simple and pretty easy to say. There's no way Coach Tindall was going to let his Vikings, uh, let your Vikings lose to North Lenore three times in one year, was he? Oh, yeah, no way. <laughs> no way. I know Coach Tindall did, and I know he's a competitor, and he was, you know, he was fired up, and he was ready to go. And um, the whole coaching staff, I mean, they're, they're competitors. I know it kept his tradition. I know that wasn't going to happen. Uh, and what a game, too. A 48-28 to win for uh, Kenston over North Lenore in that game. And, again, uh, the great Dontrez Styles and uh, and the crowd for that game. It was a lot of fun seeing you and Nick Nick there. Uh, hey, hey, what, what did you think about the game? I'd love to get your analysis. Uh, 48-28 win for Kenston. And I know being at the level that you're at, I mean, you look beyond just the final score. You're watching the way the defense sets up and all that. Dude, to hold a North Lenore team that was averaging about 65 points a game over their last, uh, I don't know, heck, even 70 points a game over the last six games in their six-game winning streak, that's a pretty good defensive effort. What do you think was the key to that defensive success, Tress? Oh, uh, yeah, I've been um, I've been saying a lot about um, the Lynch kid at NL, and I know he's been killing us in the past, you know, two games and beat us, and um. They play great defense on him, man. He's a he's a good player. I see the talent, but you know we did a good job on him and made it tough for him. And that was the, that was the key right there. And they they hit a few shots at the beginning of the game. But overall, it was a great defensive effort by Coach Tindall, and that was a great game plan. And they got the win, so that's always good. Yeah, and that's really all that matters. I I love what you said there about Treshawn Lynch, and you're right, Trez, that he had scored in the first game 32 points against Kenston. Second game, he scored 31 points, so he had 63 points in the first two games against against Kenston. Was held to four points, two of 14 shooting in uh, that game. Just a great effort by uh, Kenston's defense in that. And again, Trez, it was just good. I got to tell you, before we jump into everything else, just got to tell you, it was good to see you and I know it meant a lot to uh, to your your former teammates and to those kids on that Kenson team that look up to you, dude. Yes, sir. I always, every time I'm uh, off days or whatever, and they got a game, I always try to, you know, just come back. And I know I've been back there at practice one time. I talked to them. And just, you know, I just love that place, man. There's something special about it. That's where I grew up. And I had a lot of great memories in that gym. And, you know, it was just a great experience for sure. Every time I get a chance to come back, I'm all I'm gonna come back. Absolutely. That voice you're listening to is Don Trez Styles here. It's Tuesdays with Trez here on the Brian Hanks show this morning, as we do every Tuesday. Brought to you as always by King's Restaurant, Joe and Angie Hargett. We really do appreciate them uh for uh being a big supporter of Don Trez Styles and uh and the University of North Carolina basketball. Unfortunately for your Tar Heels, uh, and I got to tell you, as you well know, we've got a lot of state fans around here, but uh, a loss to uh, NC State on uh, on Sunday. Just wanted to get your analysis of uh, what happened during that game, Tress. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a close game. You know, uh, it was a great game. It was competitive, and they just made a run. And uh, in the second half, they about Jordan, you know, he did an acrobatic layup and then a three-pointer. And then, you know, they got a steal, layup, they up seven, and the, and the crowd got into it. And 
And it was just hard to, you know, playing that atmosphere. It was just hard to, you know, bounce back from that. And we just didn't respond well. And they just kept making plays. And we just didn't make the plays to win the game. What was the atmosphere like? Obviously, I wasn't there. I was watching it on TV. But, uh, you know, anytime, anywhere Carolina goes, you guys have that target on your chest. It seems like it's a little bit bigger, though, when you go to a, obviously, to a Duke. And we'll be talking about that on next week's show. But uh, to a, a suddenly hot NC State team, it, that target was a little bit bigger, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. It was, you know, they, they should have won the last game at, at Carolina at our home. And they didn't. So the, the fans were fired up. And and it was, man, it was it was loud. For sure. It was rowdy. It was, it was everything that everybody thought it was going to be. It was just, it was, you know, the great experience, but it was, you know, we uh we should have got the win, but we didn't. But it's all good. We're going to hopefully see him again in this HC tournament. And that is definitely a possibility there for sure. That voice you listen to again, Dontrez Styles joining us here on uh, the Brian Hanks Show this morning and a big week here in front of you, and it begins tomorrow. Hey, and I always love asking you these questions about travel and all that. You guys travel <clears throat> to South Bend to take on uh, uh, Notre Dame. Tomorrow night. When do you guys fly out for that, Tress? Yeah, we um we have practice today at around three thirty, and then we fly out after practice and and get there tonight, and you know, have shoot around tomorrow, and you know prepare for the game and and go get the win. It's gonna be you know raining and snowing and all kinds of stuff in in South Bend, so that's not fun. But <laughs> you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. A nationally televised game. We'll all get to see it tomorrow night. Uh, North Carolina at Notre Dame. That game is at 9 o'clock. It'll be on ESPN. A Notre Dame team uh, with uh, a coach that has been there for a number of years, and he's already announced that this is his last year or two. How many, you, again, we spoke about you, be, you guys being at NC State and just a target on your chest. You know anywhere you go. It's going to be a little bit more pronounced, I think, tomorrow night at Notre Dame. Uh, what are you anticipating today? Just give us a little bit of a scouting report on the Fighting Irish. Yeah, they're a great team. They can shoot it for sure. They, yeah, they're a good team, man. On the record, doesn't doesn't show it, but they're a great team. They're going to be ready, and they're going to have a good game plan and have a great coach, and they're going to make it tough for us for sure. They they probably smell blood in the water with us. You know we. We haven't been consistent all year, and you know our record is not great. And they they're probably fired up, and you know anytime any opponent get a chance to play UNC, and we're struggling, they're always gonna be fired up, ready to go. So it's gonna be a competitive game and a tough one, but I feel like we should pull it out. There you go, and uh, so that's a Notre Dame. Uh, hey, uh, Tres, I don't know if you know this or not, but <clears throat> you know I'm a Virginia fan. Did you know that? I'm not sure you knew that, dude. Yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> yeah, man, you, yeah. you you play the God fearing University of Virginia Cavahoos on a Saturday, right there at the Dean Dome. It's going to be on ESPN, a six o'clock game on Saturday, and and again, I, I hate doing this with you because I know you're so focused, and I and I mean this sincerely. I know your focus and all your attention is on Notre Dame and who you play tomorrow, but you you gotta. You gotta you, help me out a little bit here and talk a little bit about Virginia. You you, you had a close loss to them uh, a couple of weeks ago up in Charlottesville, sixty-five to fifty-eight. Uh, they're uh, on a pretty good roll right now. What do you remember about that game up in Charlottesville, and uh, what are you anticipating Saturday when uh, 
when uh, the number six Cavaliers of the University of Virginia come rolling in, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game, man. They're you know, a great school, great program, and you know, great coach, and it'll be, it's gonna be a great game, man. You know, last game, Armando got hurt, so we didn't have him, and, and he should be healthy this this um this weekend, and uh, I feel like we be healthy, and our whole team is healthy. We have a have a good chance. We need a game. We need a game like that. We need a win, and I feel like we all gonna be motivated, and we gonna we gonna get it for sure. I hate to tell you that, but there we go. <laughs> well, you know, listen. I've been very honest and open with you since uh, the minute you signed with Carolina, and I've told you. I hope when you play, hear me clearly, Dontrez, and I'm. You know that you know me well enough to know I mean this. I hope when Virginia comes rolling in on Saturday that you come off the bench and you you light it up and you go for about, let's say, I hope you go for about 25, okay? And, you know, I mean, seven three-pointers, you're seven for nine from the three-point line, but I hope I hope Virginia wins 70 to 69, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be a good game, man, for sure. I can't wait for it. It's going to be a big one that we need. It is. I wanted to ask you about that, and then we'll we'll end our uh, our conversation with this. I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't have to tell you this. I mean, you guys are struggling a little bit. Lost five of your last six, sixteen and eleven uh, overall, eight and eight in the ACC. Joe Lenardi still got you in the NCAA tournament, but just right there on the uh, on the precipice of it. Maybe the last four, last eight in. What do you got? You got you've got four games left here in the regular season before the ACC tournament at Notre Dame tomorrow night versus Virginia on Saturday. At Florida State next week versus Duke, uh, obviously the big uh, Duke Carolina game next week. Four and zero is possible for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. We have all the tools, man. We have all the talent. We just um, figure it out. We just got to figure it out, you know, before it's too late. That's the biggest thing, you know. We know time is ticking, and we know that we need to win out. We all, the whole program knows we need to, you know, win out. You know? Win the AC tournament in these last four games, and that's our focus right now. We we just can't lose, and that's what we focus on. Absolutely. Well, what are you? And you're not somebody who spends a lot of time on social media, but what is? What are you hearing on social media? What are you hearing around campus? Or uh, is there still a lot of positivity around you guys? I mean, I'd like to think there is right around Chapel Hill, right? <laughs> Honestly, man, nah, there's no positivity going around Chapel Hill right now. For, okay. From the fans. From the program, yeah, we, uh, we're we trying to stay positive. But as, the, you know, the fan base there, you know, everybody's panicking and everybody's losing out just like last year, but it's a little worse. So, but as long as we got each other, you know, we stay positive in the program and the team. And I feel that's all that matters right there. Well, there you go. And really, it's like you said, what you guys did last year was a lot of the same thing. You guys uh, go into Duke. Nobody in the world gave you a chance to win at Duke last year. We saw what you guys did, what you did in the ACC tournament, and then obviously what you did in the NCAA tournament. So you know what? Trez, you've been doing this your whole life, proving, proving haters wrong. Uh, absolutely a chance to do that again, right? Yes, sir, for sure, man. It's going to be gonna be a good story, man. It's going to be really a good story. I love it. I love it. Listen, Dontrez Styles, one of the classiest individuals I've ever covered in my 31 years. Thank you so much for uh, joining us this morning here again for Tuesdays with Trez. We will, uh, 
Uh, again, good luck. Uh, I, I hope you score a lot of points, but that you lose to Virginia on Saturday. But, hey, uh, <laughs> dude, we'll talk to you next week. Have a safe trip to uh, Notre Dame and back. We'll talk to you next week, dude. Yes, sir. Thank you. There you go. That's Don Tres Stiles, Tuesdays with Trez here on the Brian Hanks Show. Coming up here in just a moment, whew, we go from Don Trez. We're going to be going to Donald Mooring from uh, South Lenore High School <clears throat> here in just a moment. I'll tell you what, we are going to uh, – let's get John and Jonathan in here, help me do a couple of ads, and uh, then we'll get uh, Coach Mooring up here on the phone with us. Preparation, persistence, sense of purpose – Qualities that lead to victories on the field of play and qualities that create winners in the classrooms of Lenore County Public Schools. We pursue excellence. In 14 different varsity sports and scores of academic and technical programs, we rise to the test. We are Team LCPS. John Dawson, let me tell you about Downey's Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Downey's Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. I got to tell you. John, I judge a house or a home here in Kenson or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems, fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D E P S net. Dot com and this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I called Downey's Protection System. So if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Downeast Protection Systems. For more than 60 years, Davis Wholesale Tire has been going the extra mile for you. Thank you to Davis Wholesale Tire for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show, Friday Night Football here on The Bull, and our weekly basketball broadcast right here on 960 The Bull and 960TheBull.com. Stop by and see the experts at Davis Wholesale Tire on Highway 70 in Kinston for your next set of new or used tires. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line is the head basketball coach of those South North Blue Devils girls. It's uh, uh, I got to tell you, Coach, I, I have known you since pretty much the minute I got here to Eastern North Carolina in 2002. And it's an, it is an absolute honor to have you here on my show this morning. It's Donald Mooring from South Lenore High School. How are you doing this morning, Coach? I'm doing great, uh, Brian. Thank you so much for that. Uh, it's an honor to be on it. How about uh, that? I, the, the honor is all mine. How about this? Our second hour today is the Don Trez and Donald Mooring Show. How about that? There we go. <laughs> hey, with Don <laughs> Trez, that's pretty daggone good. I feel important. Now. There you go. Well, you should. You do. You should feel important, Coach. Uh, Coach of the East-West game. want to talk about that in a little bit. I uh, And I got to tell you, I've I've heard this nasty little rumor floating around out there, Coach Mooring. I don't think I've read it anywhere yet, but it's like one of these open secrets, you know, that, uh, that are out there that no one's maybe put in print or put out there yet, but it's out there. Is this your last year as the head basketball coach of the South North Blue Devils coach? It is. Uh, it, it's been official. Um, I told the girls here uh, we had a coming to Jesus meeting um, over the Christmas tournament, with the SCA tournament during Christmas, and that's when I informed them. Um, hasn't really hit me yet. It hit me a little bit senior night. Um, and, of course, you know, we're playing now, so we'll just see. But, yes, it is. Not only basketball, I'm I'm retiring. Period. Wow. Um, 31 years in the system. Um, it's time to um, kind of relax a little bit, I guess. Well, I'm not sure how I'm going to deal with it, <laughs> but you know, cause 
I'm a very low-strung person, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I, yes, I do, Coach. Yes, I do. Well, that's I just like I said, it's one of those things. I I don't think no one's officially reported it yet, though, have they? I mean, it's again, it's one of those things. People, you know, I've heard people talking about it, but I, I don't remember reading anywhere on ENC Moments or on uh, News News Sports. Has it been has it been officially announced yet out there for folks? I I, I have just kind of you know dealt with you know, the little county public schools as far as anything like that. Um, I haven't run around and just said, yes, I'm retired and try, you know, if, if what's happening and if somebody wants to report on it, then that's fine. But no, I haven't like, I guess it hasn't been put out there anywhere. Maybe everybody's just hoping I hang on. Again. I don't know. <laughs> hey, but, um, you're ta- hey, I'm interrupting you. You're one of, you're talking to one of them right now. I just, again, since the minute I got here to Eastern North Carolina, well, of course you were at Kinston when I first got here, I think. But uh, you've always been on a sideline or in a dugout or something or, you know, on a football sideline even. And I just – I can't imagine and – and I say this sincerely, I can't imagine Lenore County without Donald Mooring coaching somewhere, you know? Well, it's it's uh, it's going to be tough. My wife keeps telling me, say, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> but uh, – and, and I'll still be involved. I mean, I'm, I can't – I'm a sports fanatic, so I'm not going to just walk away and do nothing with sports. But uh, – that daily grind of um, preparing and trying to teach as well, and it's just kind of it's time to step aside and get some young people a chance. Plus, I got my first grandchild on the way, so I'm very <laughs> excited about that. You know, <clears throat> that is, you know, speak to that a little bit. I mean, uh, th- that's got to mean a lot to you to uh, to to have a little baby grand uh, grand baby morning coming along. Oh yes, oh yes, I'm real excited. Uh, it'll be a summer baby, but, uh, she'll, she, he, whatever it is, they'll be fishing before <laughs> long, but. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, yeah. you, you can't wait to take him out on a, take him out on the, uh, on a boat or out on a bank somewhere, right? Either, either one, as long as we're at the water, we'll be happy. I love it. I absolutely love it. On the line with us right now, uh, Donald Mooring. And I wanted to ask you about coaching in the East-West game. That's one of the things I know we uh, – I think we previewed it beforehand. We didn't talk about it afterward. What was that experience like for you, Coach? Well, it it, it was an awesome experience. And, and, man, what an honor, you know, I mean, just to be thought about to do that. Um, I wish we could have – when I say we, Coach Gurley and myself, could have done it the year before when COVID shut it down. Now we had a team selected then, but um, you know it was quite an honor uh, to do it. The year we did it, uh, there was only eleven people nominated in the whole eastern part of the state. Wow! So we had to go and search and find. But man, just to get those kids and and you go into practice and you have your plan. And in 30 seconds, they figured out what you're wanting to do, and they're just doing it. That man, I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is pretty cool here." So, uh, so yes, it was a great honor just to to be able to be selected for that game. And and how crazy was it? We did talk about this too, uh, with that happening a couple of years ago. But to have uh, our coach over here at Kenston High School too, uh, Christopher Bradshaw, coaching that game. How amazing is it when you look, coach, and throughout the state, North Carolina has a hundred counties. Just a little geography lesson for folks who maybe don't know that. But in back to back years, to have you and Coach Bradshaw coach the girls, I mean, that says something about the the level of coaching talent and uh, talented players that we have here right in our little portion of basketball heaven, doesn't it? It does. And um, 
I'm waiting for Coach Woolley to be able to do it as well because he's a great guy. I mean, really. I know. We, I had, know. Our, we had our conference meeting last night, uh, and, you know, the retirement thing came up, and we were talking, and I said, guys, I've been doing this a long time, not just basketball, but sports in general in Lenore County. And I said, I truly enjoyed coaching in this conference because these coaches in this conference from Southwest to all of us, are so eager to help each other and the friendships that, you know, Chris and I, man, last night, it was just unbelievable. I, I really appreciate him as just a friend, not just a coach, but a friend to me. And um, it, it's just been a great conference to coach in. It really is. It does. And again, just the, the level of coaching talent we have here uh, with you and him and with Coach Woolley, that would be neat to see Coach Woolley uh, selected. Let's talk about I want to take a, take a little bit of a look at your career that, you know, at Kinston High School, at South Lenore. I mean, hey, folks, hey, these kids don't know. You were a hell of a softball coach over at uh, Kenston High School. You were a hell of a uh, assistant football coach at Kenston High School. Uh, you've done, you've dabbled in a little bit of everything at one time or another, haven't you, Coach? Oh yes, I you know helped football, baseball, and this was all at, at uh, Kenston. Even coached volleyball. Uh, and honestly, Brian, when when I took over volleyball, same way with softball. No one knew when they had won their last volleyball match, softball game. And the second year I coached volleyball, we went to the state playoffs. Um, so, I mean, I think more than coaching, it's, all you got to do is get these kids to understand you truly care. And then they're going to do anything to help make things be positive. So that's been the big experience for me, both at Kenton and here, is these kids know I'm pulling my heart and soul into it. And when they see a coach do that, then they're willing to do the same. Absolutely. Uh, one of the neat things too, and I hope you don't mind. I was, uh, I guess I, I was stalking your <laughs> Facebook page, but I thought it was really neat that, uh, one of your student athletes, uh, Reagan Croom, uh, they were talking about, uh, list, uh, name a teacher you'll never forget. And this is, uh, and I know we're slipping into the, the teaching realm of it too, but Reagan Croom said, Donald Mooring, my all time favorite teacher. He's like a father figure to me. When you see something like that coach, what does that mean to you, sir? It, it melts your heart. It, it truly, you know, reiterates the fact that these kids know you truly care. And, and, um, and I really do. And that's, that's the part that's going to be hard now. I mean, I'm going to miss these kids, man. It's going to be tough. So that's why I say I've got to stay involved. I'll still be at South Lenore working scoreboards or doing something involved in, you know, in the sports side of things and still being able to see the students as well. I don't know, Coach. you got a pretty good voice. I'm listening to you here. You know, uh, I do a little PA work. I don't know if you know that or not, Coach. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, South yeah. North, you know. I mean, you guys have never really had just a dedicated PA guy. Maybe uh, maybe that's next in uh, in your uh, – with all the things you've done, all the things you've coached, you know, and taught and being a teacher and all that. Maybe What do you think? Donald Mooring, public address announcer. Hey, I'll do it. If it makes – if it supports the kids and helps them. I'll jump on it. I'll make a few mistakes and have fun and laugh at it. And uh, but it it would be fun. That would be. I, I hadn't really thought about that, but that would be fun. Well, coach, you got the voice for it. I mean, as someone who does this for several different uh, entities, I can tell you, you you've got just just throw drop your voice down just like what I do because I'm pretty high right now. But drop your voice down one <laughs> drop your voice down one octave, coach. You'll be fine. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then get real excited, you know, come up with something. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Yeah, we can do it. 
Let's talk about this season, Coach. Uh, you guys have had a, a pretty good season. Uh, you finished in a tie for second in the East Central 2A at, at 8-4. and four. You're 13-10 and 10 going into the playoffs. Let's look back at this season a little bit. It's been, it's been a, I mean, again, 8-4 and four in a pretty competitive East Central 2A. You guys have had a really good season so far, Coach. We, we have. Um, the start of our season wasn't what we wanted. And, and again, I mentioned earlier, we had a little coming to Jesus meeting. That's what I'll call it anyway. Um, we were three and seven uh, going into that tournament or after we lost the first game in that tournament. And then I just told him, I said, guys, what we're doing is not working. We got to change. And basically I meant I'm going to be on your butt more than I've been being. I'm going to be harder than I've been being. And I'm going to go back to being who I am as, you know, the coaching style I've always done. And since that, we've been 10 and three. So, wow. Wow. Uh, I, I think, and again, more, please understand more than just, you know, me coaching, the kids were really searching for that. That's what they wanted. So they bit into it and, uh, and it's paid off and we got a big opportunity tonight as well. And we're going to preview that here in just a moment, but I do have to ask you about, uh, I got to tell you coach junius keeps telling me that north pit is pretty good and i know they've got a player that just went for 50 plus points the other night in the oh game. yeah but i don't think i've seen a, a 2a girls team as good and well i guess farmville central has been pretty good in the past few years so i let, let me check that but i'm telling you this year let's say that southwest onslow they were just head and shoulders above everybody in this conference this year weren't they coach oh yeah he uh they got player of the year in in the reed girl and then uh the Hardison girl would be the runner-up. So he's got both the top players uh, in our conference. And then all the other kids that play around them just feed off of everything they do. And, I mean, I haven't seen the girl from North Pitt, and I know she's awesome. You know, she's a four-star recruit and everything. But uh, they better have something other than just her. Amen. Say because Amen. Southwest is a complete team. And um, I think he can give them a fit. Now, we'll see what happens. Of course, they got, everybody's got to advance through tonight and, and the next week, too, or the next game as well. But uh, Coach Williams over there did a great job with those kids. And sometimes when you have superstars like that, it can create problems. Well, he made sure that didn't happen. And um, that's why they were, they were basically undefeated this year. They yeah, had that, that one, one game was a forfeit, right? Up. Yeah, 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 some technical mess up. But uh, they were undefeated. And I think they got kind of a shaft a little bit. I thought they should have been a higher seed, but you got to beat them all to beat to, to get the big trophy. So <clears throat> there you go. Well, let's talk a little bit about this East Carteret game that you guys have tonight. You travel uh, down there to Beaufort to take on uh, the Mariners of uh, East Carteret, twenty-two and two overall. They went ten and zero in their conference. It was a now that's a combined one A two A conference, but still, this East Carteret team they're pretty good, aren't they, Coach? Oh, yeah, they're really good, really aggressive. Uh, the, the Lockler kid, she's averaging over 25 points a game. Um, we got to do, you know, some crazy stuff to try to – you're not going to shut somebody like that down, but to minimize the damage she does. Um, but they're very feisty. They, they play defense like Kenton. They swarm you. Um, you're going to think there's 10 people on the floor when you when you got the ball in your hand. Um, and we just, we're just going to have to handle that ball pressure. Well, very good. Well, listen, uh, we'll be uh, we'll be here pulling hard for you guys down there, Coach. Uh, and regardless of what happens, if you win tonight, if you lose tonight, whatever, I just wanted more than anything. I wanted to get you here on the show and just tell you what an honor it's been to cover you, Coach Mooring, and I mean that. I mean, again, 
Uh, I, I've been here for 20 years, and you've been on a sideline somewhere for the past 20 <laughs> years since I've been here, either at Kenson or South right. North. And it, it's always, it's just been, you've always treated me with respect when I was with the free press, even doing this radio show now and everything, everywhere I've been, it's just been an honor to cover you. And I'll say the same thing I told Paul Cornwell when he told me, uh, you know, when he retired a couple of years ago, this world's a much lesser place without Donald Mooring on the sideline, kind of like it is, like it was without po- coach. Uh, Cornwell, I hope maybe you follow his path then. Okay, well, I was about to say he's, he's coming back. So, that's know. what, Coach. That's why I use that as an example. Is that uh, sure. I've really, it's just been an honor covering you, and it's just been awesome. And you've always been so kind and so uh, so fair. And even you talk to us, you've always talked to me after a tough loss, the same way you would after a, a good win. And that to me has always been class personified. You and Coach Tendo are the same way in that sense that. You know, even if you got your butt beat, you always treated me the same way the whole time. And I got to tell you, we really appreciate that on the uh, media side. Okay, sir? Well, I appreciate it as well. I mean, that's, that's what we're here to do is serve the community and serve these kids. And, oh, by the way, I coach Barry at Kenton, too. So. <laughs> How about <laughs> so He that? may have taught me something. I don't know. You know, one of the other. <laughs> we probably helped each other out there. But, uh, yeah, it, it's been – oh, man – just the opportunity to help these kids, not only in sports, but in life, has just been pretty amazing. It really has. Well, like I said, Coach, it's been my honor. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Good luck in tonight's game. Shock the world tonight, okay, sir? Hey, that's what we plan to do, man. I love it. Coach Donald Mooring, South and North, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon, I hope. All right. Thanks, Brian. We'll see you. We'll see you, Bye-bye. sir. Man, one of the good guys, Donald Mooring, South Lenore High School. Just again, I'm saying it with him not on the line right now. I just have really enjoyed covering him and uh, just a very class personified, just one of the classiest guys I've had the opportunity to coach. Listen, let's play the birthday game. Let's come back and wrap up this Tuesday edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It's Tuesday, February the 21st in the year of our Lord 2023. What do you guys think about if uh, we play the birthday game right now, John Dawson? I'm all for it, Brian. Jonathan Massey. That'd be just swell. I know it's swell to you because uh, you've been dominating this thing, dude. Well, you know, it. we played Who Sang It a little while back, and I got eviscerated. So I, had I believe to, it was 15 to 4, if I remember correctly. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Um, <laughs> let's do that today if we get the birthday game. <laughs> So I, I had to get some W's back under my belt. There you go. There you go. Well, uh, you were definitely – you've got them. You're uh, winning 9-5. to five. Every time I hear 9-5, to five, I think about Dolly Parton for some reason. I can know? see how that would be distracting. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dolly Parton. No. Don't you? Yes. Don't you? They can't <laughs> what did, what did, I, what did I say to indicate that I did not like Oh, Dolly I know. Parton. I know. I just – man, Dolly Parton. Just, oh, she's an incredible human being. Yeah, she is. So, uh, anyway, uh, why don't we just go ahead and jump into – usually we don't jump this fast into the birthday game, John Dawson. We I feel like we should, should talk about something for 15 minutes. We should minutes. probably jump. We haven't yeah. done much jumping here lately. Yeah, well, let's jump. Let's go ahead and jump. Might I like as well. it. Uh, Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday 3-2. to two. Like I said, you lead nine days to five. You're about to put this thing away, dude. Uh, uh, for another month – Sorry, John. I just have no faith in you. From now on, when the birthday game is over for the month, we play Who Sang It for the rest of the month. (laughs) You know, I'm really not opposed to that. That might be fun. And we and GoEco Office Automation can sponsor it. Yeah, same same amount of time. He starts throwing the birthday game so we can do something different. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> How old is Dolly Parton? 17! Well, parts of her might be. 16. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, I saw something the other day. Somebody was like, um, uh, what's Tennessee's state uh, beverage? And somebody said, well, if you look at Dolly Parton, that's... <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, I can't leave that. Uh, uh, what? Well, this was aired on like a... PBS. Wildly popular YouTube channel. Anyway. Did you hear me? PBS. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Tell us about GoEco Office Automation over there, Jonathan Massey. It it was Lamb Chop that said it. Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute. minute. Snuffle up, I guess. (laughs) Uh, GoEco Office Automation is a fine company that sponsors this this sometimes on point, sometimes train wreck uh, segment known as the birthday game. And you know what? Jock stands by us with uh, the resolve of a thousand men. Yes. Much like he stands by his products because he has the best products in the game and the best client service. And if you want that kind of uh, commitment from your office automation provider, you need to give Jock a call. What is that number, Jonathan Massey? 252. 252. 286. 286. 53. 53. 54. 54. 54. You did that 5-4 kind of sexy over there, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you Doesn't can also he have visit websites. His, yeah, you can visit his website at goeconc.com. <laughs> oh, what <laughs> is goeco.com? <laughs> Did For you more see that? Information. I, I had my. Is it over? Let no, me no, he's over. still touching it. I'm not looking. <laughs> okay, Damn. it's over. Yeah. So anyway, why don't we go ahead and jump into <laughs> today's birthday game? Oh, oh my, my god. Oh my god. He's a he was a keyboardist. I think he may still be and guitarist for this band. Well, this is bass. I probably should have pulled up the basis of this band. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll do another song. This is the one of the Or do you know it now? I don't know it. See, this is where the keyboard came in, so he's playing the keyboard right here. Okay, how about this? You'll definitely know this. Oh, Talking Heads. And it's... Jerry Harrison's birthday. <laughs> you blow my mind, dude. No, in, in, in respect of you, dude, mm-hmm. that you would know who the freaking keyboardist and guitarist for a random there's a 80s lot, there's band a lot of is. My, well, that's not a random band. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot of my heads. friends would know who that is. Okay. Jerry Harrison, today is his birthday. I trust dude, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Mm. Yeah. He was married to the bass player, Tina Weymouth, and they had a side brand called Tom Tom Club you may have heard in the 80s. I do remember that. I love this song, though. (laughs) I had uh, Linda listen to this the other day. She had never heard. Can you believe she had never heard? But you got to remember, she grew up listening to country music and all that. Mm -hmm. But she had never heard this song before, and she liked it. There you go. Yeah. You may ask yourself. This is not my beautiful house. It was nice to hear something inventive on the radio every once in a while. This is awesome. Jerry Harrison over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? You know this song, right? It's really? Been in, it's been in 50 movies. It has. It's to the lifetime. Well, you got to understand, for the better part of my life, didn't know I was deaf. So I was just kind of. I was kind of watching and nodding. Yeah. Same as it ever was. Yeah, pretty much. Um, 
How old is Jerry Harrison today? 71. You say 71. John Dawson, how old is Jerry Harrison? It's a pretty good guess. You know what? You got to give him credit because. I give him nothing! <laughs> um, 70. Should have gone the other direction, dude. He was born uh, February 21st, 1949, which means he's 74 today. I didn't realize he was. I thought he was a little younger. No. Oh, well. That's right, right? 1949 means he's 74. Yeah. Okay, I got it right. But you get a point for knowing who it was. You probably deserve one because I'm very impressed. You know what? You have my my love and admiration. Does that get do anything for you? You give me nothing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I love it. Jonathan Massey, you lead uh, one to nothing, and I hate to say this, that's our only musical hint for today. Oh, oh fudge sickles. <laughs> fudge sickles. That's pretty good. Still sounds disgusting. It does. It's an actual. You can buy them in the grocery store. I love a fudge sickle. Don't get it twisted. We know. <laughs> What? <laughs> I do love fudge. What's wrong with a fudge sickle? Why is he making fudge? Do you well, like fudge sickles? There's plenty of message boards devoted to him. <laughs> do you like fudge sickles? No. You really don't? Nah. What about you? Not really, no. They're delicious. You know what? I'm going to get fudge sickles. I'll tell you what there. I did find. that I, I, I never had them before. Uh, butter pecan ice cream sandwiches. Where in the world? Oh, tell me now. Yeah, tell me now. It may be 745 in the morning, but we don't care. Butter pecan is my favorite ice cream. And Janet Sutton said that was old man ice cream. And I don't care. I love <laughs> butter pecan. Me too. The food line, ironically enough. I'll really? Bring, wow. I, I'll try to remember to bring some next. next. Oh, man, well, I'll pay you. I have got to thank you, John Dawson. I can't believe we've been doing this show now for uh, for a week or so since I got it. But I received a very special package in the mail from Amazon.com. Finally. A week or so. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, it's been about a week since and I got it. And the first thing he says to me, now we all know when you wash cotton, what happens? It shrinks. So I got a, the biggest one they had because so it'll shrink and not be tight and clingy. And on top of that. But we haven't even told everybody what it is yet. Oh, geez. Oh, go ahead. I was trying to get ahead of it. Frankie Goes to Hollywood had a great song. What? Right about the time I graduated from high school, and we went down to the beach, and everybody, and I had one too, a relax, don't do Frankie it Frankie say relax. Yeah, Frankie say relax. And that's what I got in the mail last week. Yes. Two days ago. We, we were talking and, about uh, it on the show. Uh-huh. And then when it showed up here, he thought it was like from Neptune and had no reason to think why it would well, be here. Well, dude, we've got a lot of fans. You know, we always talk about us being here on Whitehall Drive, and I just thought maybe somebody ordered it. Did address it to Brian, Byron Chanks. Is that what it said on the thing? Yes. <laughs> that, that was your tip off who it was from. I don't think it says that on the package. Oh, it says it on the package. UPS. Can you all see that out there in Radio Land? Here it is. It shows it was delivered. And it says nothing about going to Byron Chanks. It says well, just going carry to on with Hanks. the show, and I'll find you the shipping thing since I'm making it all up. But it's a beautiful shirt. The old, my only concern was, and, and, you know, I'm a big boy. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm a big boy. I wear... <sighs> A lot of XL stuff, but if I want to be comfortable. Put, a, put, put some thought into something and I, get ridiculed. I'll wear a two. I'm not ridiculing you at all because you use your own hard-earned money it's and bought shrink, me a T-shirt. It will shrink down to a 2X once you wash it. Well, I hope so because it's, it's a beautiful shrunk. shirt, and it says, Frankie, say relax, and but it's 3X. I could, I could swim in that thing. <laughs> What's going to happen what? when you wash it, Brian? I hope it shrinks because it's beautiful. Have you ever known a cotton shirt not to shrink when you wash it? Yeah, that's a good point. No, you're right. So after you wash it, it will be a 2X. Well, I hope so because it's a beautiful shirt. Okay, uh, who got Jerry Harrison? I did. 
somehow. Okay, so you lead one to nothing. You got, thank you for the shirt, John. Yeah. I really do. No, dude, I love it. I, I absolutely freaking love it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it goes to you, John Dawson. <sighs> okay, get it ready over there. Get your Paul ready. and Just uh, one or two. Uh, just one, but I go. She was a star of Party of Five. <laughs> you know what I'm talking And I know what you did last summer. And it's sequel. She was also a star of Ghost Whisperer. It's a very, very, very lovely. Tell them. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, sure. She's gorgeous, man. Why would she you? Is. Oh, okay. Yeah, because well, they kind like, of brushed well, You just off. made a motion there like she could provide shade for a small boy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she could. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how old today is Jennifer Love Hewitt, John Dawson? 47. You say 47. What about you, Mizzle? 48. Really? I thought you would go lower. Uh, she was born February 21st, 1979. Oh, really? So she's 44 today. Congratulations, Rarer. Uh, uh, it's now tied one to one. Huh. I can't wait for us to talk about this next person. We'll, we'll spend a couple minutes talking about him. I think he's one of the top up-and-coming movie directors out there. Although, nope, which I was so excited to see and saw it on the first weekend oh. it came out. Did you see it? No, I did not. Oh, you're supposed to say Hugh. no. <laughs> Did you see it? Nope. Uh, anyway, dude, it was not good. It's Jordan Peele. And here's what bothers me. And you notice it was not nominated for any uh, Academy Awards. I think maybe one for... Uh... Oh, Brian Shanks. Yeah, it did say Brian Shanks. Isn't that what we were talking about? No, you about? said Byron Shanks. <laughs> Where's a pistol when you it need it? It did say. <laughs> you're right. It did. It did say. Uh, but it said Brian. It didn't say Byron. <laughs> well, that's what threw me off, okay? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but anyway, uh, nope, was you didn't see it either? I did. Oh. I was so excited because I love, yeah, I know, nope. I gave you the chance. Yeah, nope. I was very excited to see it because I loved uh, Get Out. I even loved the movie uh, that came out after Get Out that I can't remember, uh, Us, which was creepy as all Get Out. Mm -hmm. Did I do good? Did I yeah. do good? And but it was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie. Nope was not good. And I mean, I don't even know how to say We walked out of it and I'm like, was I supposed to like it? And then, because I, I try, especially for an opening weekend movie that I've been looking forward to, I won't read any reviews. I just won't read them. And then I read the reviews after we got home from watching it. And everybody, for the most part, all reviewers agreed and were like, what was this movie about? It really didn't have a, a point. I mean, it was, I mean, I'm telling John, you, well, I don't know. I don't know if we were supposed, whatever. Anyway, and this is what bothered me because I've always loved Jordan Peele. I mean, back to his uh, Comedy Central days with. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Key. Yeah, yeah. Keegan-Michael Key. I always thought they were hilarious together. I loved uh, uh, Keanu. They were, Remember the they, movie were, about they were both on the first season of Fargo with Billy Bob Thornton. That's right. They, they were, were great. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I thought they were hilarious in that. And then he started, this is what bothered me a little bit about it, John and Jonathan. He started making, like, uh, allusions that, well, you must be racist if you don't get this movie or if you don't uh, enjoy this movie. I mean, he didn't, like, come out and say that, but it was alluded to that. Well, 
true moviegoers and uh, true moviegoers of color will appreciate this movie. So if you loved his first two, you were fine. If you don't like the third one, you're okay. A racist, essentially, is what what it was alluded to. Now, <clears throat> he never came right out and said that, but it mm. was, dude, it just it bothered me because I have been an unequivocal fan of his. I really have. I think mm. he is good. I think he's talented. I think, uh, I think he's just amazing. And for him to be that way just kind of bothered me a little bit, dude. <clears throat> What can I say? Um, I really think he's he's becoming a little bit of a tryhard. Like he's leaning so heavily into this genre that he, you know, not all your ideas are going to be good ideas, and that's fine. The movie was awful, and how often do you hear me say something like that? I mean, it was it was awful. I mean, it was on my scale of one to ten, it was a three. I mean, I guess there was a couple of points in it where it was suspenseful, mm-hmm. but it wasn't even. You know, there was. Did you see Get Out? No. Nah. You saw Get Out though, right? You remember how there were the jump moments in Get Out? Yeah. There was maybe two of those in this, and then the rest of it. I, I don't know any other way to say, it, guys. It was stupid. It was just stupid. It it ended very prematurely and it ended with no real ending mm-hmm. i mean where it ends and you're sitting there going and then linda and i did this we looked at each other and went is that it is that mm. what we were supposed to you know whatever i don't know man it just i i was very disappointed and i hope his next movie is better than that and i'll go see his i'll give him another chance yeah and, but I was just well, disappointed. Well, M. Night Shyamalan was the golden boy of that genre for a while. And then he did something people didn't like. and Well, you know he's got a new movie coming out is that it? we're going to be – I'll be there opening weekend to see, man. It's is about, that the cabin thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's supposed to be about the po- the apocalypse and all this. And Sounds like a good time. <laughs> well, I mean, the way things are going, I wouldn't hate it. I mean – What yeah. about all these UFOs over the last – They've now – uh, what early last week was the last report that I heard, but early last week they had shot down four UFOs over U.S. territory in a. Talk about the balloons? No, they've shot down unidentified flying. You must not keep up with the news, dude. Nope, I don't. They had shot down that they had no idea what they were, and they were destroyed by the time they hit the ground, and they don't know what they were. And this is the U- United States military and the Pentagon saying this. Now that was a week ago, so a lot could have happened between last week and right now. John Dawson, I know you love me time traveling, but uh, I'm wondering what they're doing while we're paying attention to that. I know. Oh, I know. But oh, anyway. that's classic cups and balls. Oh, I agree. No, magic you're trick. Right. You're right. You're right. But it would be interesting to see what they're saying. It is. Look over here. <laughs> yeah, no, he's right. Jordan Peele, uh, Jonathan Massey is tied one to one. Right. Yep. We got Jerry. <clears throat> also, it's one to one. Yeah. Married to, uh, what's, her, what's her name? Peretti. Uh, what was oh, yeah, from uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Whose birthday is it? I've forgotten. Who's Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Oh, whose guess is it? Uh, it's I'm Jonathan Massey. 47. You say 47. What do you say, John Dawson? <laughs> he takes a deep breath. He closes his eyes. 48. He was born February 21st, 1979. He's 44 today, John Dawson. Started to say 46. Should have said 46. You should have said 46. Two to one lead for you over there, Jonathan Massey. Goes back to you, John Dawson. He's Frazier. It's oh, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. Love Kelsey Grammer. I just finished rewatching Cheers again for the thousandth time. 
and he's funny on that. But I liked him on Frasier. I, it was okay. I mean, it was it was well written. I'm not that that, but Cheers the the, the juxtaposition of him being kind of a upper scale snob with these loser slobs in the bar was just hysterical, and he eventually became one of them. I love it. Uh, how old is he today, though? Seventy three. Dude, that sounded like that hurt. Did that hurt? If you, you just... do it to yourself, it's empowerment, Brian. <laughs> okay. What'd you say? Seventy three. You say seventy three. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Seventy four. You went the wrong direction. He was born February 21st, 1955, so he's 68 today, right? Oh, okay. 55, 68, yeah. So just, For some reason, I thought all the folks on that show were a little bit older. Yeah. yeah. So I guess uh, he came on later, though, didn't he? He did, but he was still probably about there. Season three. Okay. <laughs> and you would know, that's for sure. It's tied two to two, just like it was yesterday. John Dawson, you need this. You're down nine days to five, man. You really need this, okay? He it's needs nothing. He needs nothing. He, uh, she's a dead person, but uh, man, she was so funny. She was Blanche on the Golden Girls. <laughs> Did we oh. not love Blanche? I mean, she was. Uh, yeah. Um, it's the lovely and talented Rue McClanahan. Rue McClanahan. Yep, she yeah. passed away in 2010. So, uh, how old today, Jonathan Massey? Would Rue McClanahan be if she were still alive today? Did we not love her? You said she, she passed away in 2010? Yeah, she, uh, 13 years ago, yes. How old would she be if she were alive today? 105. You say 105. John Dawson for the victory. How old would Blanche be if she were alive today? 104. Yeah, you, kind of, you went way I thought high Betty there, White dude. was younger than all of them for some reason. Ooh. She just held up better. Rue McClanahan was born on February 21st, 1934, so she would only be 89 today. Oh, yeah. So she was 11 years. Remember, she was the young one. She was the 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 easy, <laughs> the uh, promiscuous one. Thank you. That was even better. Promiscuous mm-hmm. is very nice. But uh, hey, you win today, John Dawson. Rarip, rarip, indeed. Uh, you, you win three to two. It's now nine days to six. That means mm-hmm. you trail six days to nine, John you Dawson. <laughs> hey, That's... local birthdays. And I need to get this young lady on the show. I love her so much. She's one of my favorite Scott uh, players. <laughs> mm. Oh, come on now. That was funny. I, I, well, yeah. Okie doke. Anyway, Shannon Plymouth from uh, North Lenore. She is now a referee, and she was one of, one of the all-time great players in North Lenore uh, girls basketball history. Love you, Shannon. I'm tagging you on this. I am going to get you on the show. I saw her a little while ago, and I told her I needed to get her on the show. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Shannon Plymouth. Happy birthday to Aaron Pasileg, uh, who I used to work with at the Chamber and uh, who is the leader of SAFE. In Lenore County, she's uh, she's a rock star. She's a really good person. Happy birthday to Allison Merritt. Today is Allison Merritt's birthday. Uh, just a lovely, lovely lady, uh, a long-suffering wife of Bobby Merritt. We would all agree with that, right? I'm not kidding in all that. <laughs> there you go. And then the late Ira Jones, uh, Coach Jones, who uh, used to be the girls' basketball coach at Kenston High School, then was a longtime assistant uh, on the girls' team, just the world's been a lesser place without him. I think the world of uh, Ira Jones, and I hate that we lost him uh, a couple of years ago. So if your birthday is today, like Coach Jones, like Allison Merritt, uh, Aaron Pasileg, Shannon Plymouth, uh, Rue McClanahan, and all these other great people, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And some amazing birthdays today. And I tell you what, some amazing sponsors we have, too. want to thank uh, everyone of our sponsors. Thank you to Parrot Academy, the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region. 
Uh, APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus right here on uh, Dobbs Farm Road in Kinston. Thank you to Downey's Protection Systems, to the Kinston Police Department, to Davis Wholesale Tire, to Mills International, Rillo Discount Drugs, uh, Lenore Tire and Appliance, Downey's Wood Ducks, Chick-fil-A of Kinston, uh, to Lovick's Cafe, uh, and everybody else. Uh, we just we really do appreciate all our sponsors. We appreciate our guests today. Richard Clark in our first hour. Don Trez Styles, Tuesdays with Trez. And Donald Mooring, the great Donald Mooring, who is in his final season. Keep my fingers crossed that, that that's not true. Uh, he will be back uh, again. Hey, uh, tomorrow's show, we're going to have Junie Smith third on. We're going to have Paul Kostakopoulos and Mike Keselowski. It is Freedom Classic Week. Don't forget, have a great, great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs>